All right, time for the spotlight, Eric. Spotlight on. Spotlight on. I want to welcome everybody to the Weird Science DC Comics Spotlight podcast for the week of September 7th, 2016. That's when the comics all hit Wednesday. New comic book day? New comic book day. And uh, luckily, new comic book day was not annual comic book day. Catch up we, week. Yeah, not catch up week, not mustard week. No mayo, Eric. You like dipping those fries in the mayo? No, absolutely not. What? We talked about this earlier. Yeah, what? You're not a fancy French man? With, with Lottie Lottie Mr. Frenchman. I like uh, <laughs> dipping my fries in the mayo. I also like dipping them in sweet hot and mustard. sour sauce and hot mustard. I'll dip fries in just about anything. You're a pool of blood from me slicing your throat. Oh How about God. that? How You're about such that? Such a good time before you push play on the uh, record. Yes, that uh, happens. I, I don't know, but yeah, if you're listening for the first time, welcome, Eric. Welcome. Well, we have yeah. a much larger podcast that comes out each and every Sunday night, where we talk about each and every book. So it comes out each and every Sunday, each and every book. I think we should call it the Weird Science Each and Every. How's yeah, that? Because everyone's going to look that up. Yeah, I, I needed you last week. Speaking of looking up, I, I went on and on. If you listen to the regular podcast, screaming and yelling, I'll even mention this on the main podcast coming up with Rob has a podcast membership yeah. that did this. I am screaming and yelling. I get done, and the next day I'm like, huh, Rob has a podcast. Uh, you know, whatever. You know, I, I, a bunch of nonsense. And then I think it was uh, Repairman Jack. I, I forget her. Brandon, somebody sent me the note. Hey, listening to you yell about our hap uh, yep. really made me laugh and i'm like wait a second i've heard of that Our like well oh, maybe i should research this a little cuz i'm going on about who's going to find this guy you fucking asshole who oh fuck i'm rob and i got a podcast do and reggie reggie's not stopping me eric he's like <laughs> i have no leash on me you're not there i'm fucking going nuts and then i'm like boy maybe i'll look up on twitter this Rob has a podcast, so I look up. He's forty thousand people, yeah, followers. Kind of a big Twitter. deal. And I look, the guy on Patreon, he's making like twelve thousand dollars a fucking month doing this. I'm like, hey, I, I guess people are finding and care about Rob having a podcast. So then I freaking I start typing. Jim has a podcast. Boom, I am <laughs> in. Ah, uh, yes, I'm in. But yeah, I, I needed somebody to do something. And nobody did, Eric. I, I didn't have any sort of leash yelling. It was just you drinking gridlock and getting out of control. Yeah, it was. Actually, I think last last week I was having a lot of problems on the podcast. I had some allergy issues. I had a lot of issues going back and forth. But, Your butthole yeah. itched. It's crazy. Yeah, it did. And I hit my knee. I hit my heel. And my shoes point. fell and, off. Yeah, my shoes fell off. And really, if anything was the biggest disaster of the whole thing, we talked about, what, four or five books, and it was almost nine hours. I have no idea I know how you did it. Because I talked to you about a couple books. We did the intro. Then me and Reggie did the rest. And, yeah, I did put last week's spotlight. We usually add those if it's something yeah. extra. And if you haven't listened to that or on the regular, it was the $25 pull list for the month. So I'm like, well, I'll put that at the end. I'm like, wait a second. This is it. really, I could have made it over nine hours. I cut some stuff <laughs> out because usually if we have like a podcast that's seven hours 58 minutes i'm like yeah, i'm weird. adding something to get to eight hours hey guys i'm reason. just gonna talk for two minutes until oh, yeah. i get my I'm time ago yeah listen to me i like to hear my voice but uh something about the nine hour mark i wanted to stay away <laughs> i wanted to stay away from it so i actually took some things down that just seemed wrong not and really i was giggling as i'm uploading the podcast i'm like oh these motherfuckers they're expecting three hour podcasts i'm gonna hit them hard with this baby Boosh. yeah people all right away oh my god do I, uh, another thing I want to, before I go on, want to announce, we are up for running in the 
Podern Family Twitter group podcast of the week, Eric. Oh, yeah. Podcast of the week. We may not be the best. We are the longest. Podcast of the century. I don't know if they're going to have a podcast of the year. I know that at one point, somebody in the in the whole group was like, we got to come up with a different name for the award. Podcast of the week is some I like. You know, I think podcast of the week is just fine. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to call it? The Lombardi Trophy? The parties? They already have is, the parties. Yeah, I'm saying, like, who is going to after somebody? How about the Reggie Award? How about that? Because right. I think at this moment while we're talking, he is actually doing hella research, he told me. On the uh, used the word hella. Yeah, he did hella yeah. research for the weird history podcast. So I, he was worried that he was going to be talking to us tonight on this spotlight uh, because of that. But I, I just want to also say, Don't worry, baby. Just some some official things. If you are listening for the first time, we are on Twitter at Weird Science DC. We have a website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where we do review uh, all the things tonight. Reg, all this at, stuff. All the, every book that comes out usually. It's. I said, I like to say that the podcast has every book. Eh, you're a Hanna-Barbera fan. You might have to look elsewhere. Uh, yeah, we're not going to have that. And some of the digital books or all the digital books, we kind of stay away from uh, those as well. But the main books, not just Rebirth, though, Eric, because we know what's going on, right? Hell yeah. The you fucking you read a couple of those. New, you read a couple new 52 books, right? A couple, couple of them. A couple. Couple of them. You 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 actually know about the DCYOU, correct? You, you were there. Exactly, I do. You were there I, for I a while. I know intimately. Well, that's. Uh, I'll even say a lot of podcasts are jumping on and just starting with with rebirth, and the problem is. They they don't know a lot of the back stuff. That's, well, that's fine. The thing. New Fifty Two was a great place to jump on because everything was restarted. Yeah, Rebirth re- is just a bridge. Yes. Well, I'm telling you, what gets up, me upset not upset, but what I don't see is when we're talking about these books, they do not. We have that like what is it called? Like the five mile stare. We've been in the shit, Eric. Where are the <laughs> fucking? They are just. They just landed. PTSD. They, they just landed in Nam. We've been on the sh- in the shit. They show up. They're saluting uh, fucking My third uh, tour. Captain Dan or whatever, fucking Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. Dan, and he's telling them, "Don't you salute me?" You know, they don't know yet. Me and you, we know. Keep your feet clean. Yeah, we know. We get you know, d- get those socks dry. <laughs> Just keep them dry. We're telling these rookies because we do. We have the shit. We have we have had to live through it. So when we really like a book, boy, it's like hallelujah. God, you know, we are letting loose of a lot of hate that has happened and misery and stuff. But yeah, the, you people, we we were there. We know. We saw it. We saw it. It, 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 it all happened. Me. It all happened. It was all true. Give me a doll. I'll show you exactly it where it touched me. True. It touched me in the heart. It oh, yeah? touched me all over. Actually. Did you get a heart below your belly like, button? Because that's where like it touched me. People, manship may disagree, but you know, I, some of these new podcasts, they weren't there for Convergence, Eric. Oh, my they God. They weren't there for Batman Eternal. They weren't there Future's for Future's End. end. They World's weren't there End. For, yeah, they weren't there for World's End. They weren't there for some of these events. And they weren't all the, the stuff. They weren't there for Threshold, Eric. And they we weren't, weren't there, there for, for Threshold they either. <laughs> they were not there for, I'm trying to think of the books, they weren't there for Annocenti's Catwoman or the Birds or of Prey. Annocenti's anything. Oh, uh, yes, freaking, what What was it called? Uh, what's Witch Boy? I always, I, Clarion. Yeah, Clarion. I always want to say Commandi. Commandi yeah. the Witch Boy, yeah. you know. They weren't there. They weren't there reviewing a fucking Clarion, Eric. They weren't there. They didn't, they didn't review the Dark Knight book. That had fucking, you know, Clayface every goddamn week. Eric. That didn't happen. I don't know why you remember it that way. 
It's good. It was. I looked. It's uh, that and the Mad Hatter. I think that uh, whole thing was only uh, like 20-some issues, and I think the Clayface thing was six. So it was, it was a big part, and the huh. Mad Hatter part seemed like 18. We they had weren't... Bane, I thought, and I thought we had Scarecrow at one point. It's been a while since I looked at the you, Dark Knight book. That thing just had like one – at the beginning, it was like looked like the monster or villain of the month. And yeah. kind of you know went and buckled down on these. And then it was Clayface. Yes. Who can be all the monsters? Yeah, that was the – he's a goddamn pterodactyl. That was such yeah. bad. If you don't know, if you don't know that that was yelled by fucking uh, Gordon, then you you weren't there in the shit. That's why we got the stare. He's not a bat. He's a goddamn He's a pterodactyl. Goddamn pterodactyl. And we we make jokes like we'll say uh, on Twitter this week we were going. Look, Jason's not on that painting. Some people they're they're not. Jason gonna, Todd will never yeah. be on that painting. And they don't. Why? Know what that painting is, and it is something that really upset us. Yeah, but they don't. So know. does every day. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but back to the thing. If you like our podcast and you're on Twitter, you can go to our Twitter feed or go to the Potter and Family uh, feed and find the the uh, podcast of the week. Vote. Podcast of the week. The fucking poll. You click on Weird Science. We want to win. We always want to win. We're winning now, Aaron. Hooray. We only have one time we we're winning. Something. The problem is, is I'm so crazy in my fucking head that if we're winning, like we're at 50% of the vote and the other three, there's four of us uh, being voted for. And the other three are jumping around like an 18, seven. It drives me nuts. I'm like, why aren't we 75%? <laughs> it's, it's not a victory. It's a hollow victory to me. If we don't get a little more votes, I don't think we were or will. Jim's we're voting set, his gun right now to end it all. set at that 50% mark. I don't know. It's a little upsetting to me. A little upsetting, but yeah. Uh, we're also on Facebook at Weird Science DC Comics. Uh, you can email us at WeirdScienceDCComics at gmail.com. You can, you know, email us for the regular podcast or just, you know, write to me and say you're pissed. Jeff, J-Man, he's pissed, Aaron. I somehow, some of his mail from last week in the regular podcast got shoved in my spam folder, and I think there was a formatting issue right. that kind of made it seem it thought it was funky. I got a mail from him. Ooh-wee, the language on that man. I, I don't know. That, I didn't know that they talked in that like that language in fancy Monterey. Oh, he's mad. And I wrote back, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't see those. I see them now. I pulled them out of the spam. No response. So He's done with you. He may be done. And me, I guess. Well. I, I hope not. I, I love his mail. And I'm going to read the two mails uh, this week. On You're going to win them back? I'm going to try. I don't know if it's going to happen. I tried to win Rocky back. That didn't work. And also, we, we still don't have word if, if Dancing Mike is back. It's a lot of trouble in podcast land, Eric. Who knew that podcast I'm not voting for weird was science now. such a divisive fucking country that we live in? <laughs> we do. I'll tell you, if you're going to vote for a podcast, though, and you just, just for sheer effort and amount, I don't say quality. We Absolutely certainly have not. quantity. Quantity we have. And hopefully, you know, the quality comes later. Yeah, we'll, we'll learn eventually. What, what This week will be episode 88. Right? Yeah. It's the Eric Lindros episode or the, you know, freaking Lynn Swan episode, Eric. We'll, we'll Lindros be episode. Yeah, we'll be doing that. And I hate Lindros. I know. You uh, but we'll be doing that. And hopefully by the episode 90, I think we might have a hang, handle on it. We might be You're a liar. It's done. I don't know. Every time like this, this intro, I said today at work. The, this intro for the uh, spotlight, it always goes off the rails to me. I never know what to say. I'm still not used to talking about what we should talk about, what we should not. I just ramble on like I am now. But, yeah, I'll just tell you right now, though, Eric, we're going to be talking about a rebirth number one, a rebirth special number one. It's like a lesson. Uh, it, to me, I was sitting in class learning about Cyborg. 
and afterwards, and, and in class, I just fall asleep. I, I keep my fucking eyes open in class, right? It doesn't sound like you like this book. No, I, I, I liked it for what it was going to be doing. We'll see. Let's just get into it, Eric. There's no reason for me to fucking hem and, hem and haul. Let's just go into it with Cyborg number one. Cyborg Rebirth number one, written by John Semper Jr., with art by Paul Pelletier, Sandra Hope, Tony Cordos, Guy Major, and Rob Lee. It's time to wash the techno sapien out of our mouths and start Cyborg fresh with the Rebirth issue as he gets the shit beat out of him by a techno terror being controlled by a mastermind who's behind the scenes testing what our hero is capable of while also dropping some knowledge on our asses. Yeah, or maybe I, not all of our asses, new readers' asses. New readers' asses. Actually, you know, I'm saying before, like, oh, it's a way, but it's not just new readers. You are, like, the stuff we see here. Nothing surprised you, right? There was nothing really like, That's oh, my God. That's actually not true. I actually got a revelation that I've never thought of before. I well, don't know if it's in uh, Cyborg I, I don't think – I know what you're talking about. I don't think that that really is shocking. It's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. But it's not like all of a sudden – yeah, but it adds the story because for the most part, what you're talking about, I, I would guess, is his father. His father Cyborg. and mother. Now, we'll get to that. Uh, more, um, more specifically, his mother. Yeah, Which I don't know. I didn't. I've never known a lot about his mother, except for in the DCYOU freaking cyborg series. It was uh, his mother was a goddamn computer hologram who wasn't real. Yeah, because they. Well, she had died, and yeah, the, the, I, that, that's as far as I knew though. She had died, and I never yeah. really thought past that. Yeah. Well, we'll go into it. What is? What exactly are you uh, saying? Because it's not what I thought. What are you saying about his mother? I'm saying though that she died, and his father, like for all of these years, she was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And for ten years, his father did all he could with his mother's help, like uh, diagnosing and yeah. freaking uh, not diagnosing, but doing experiments, trying they, to they prolong her life and cure the cancer. Yeah, I actually like to me the the mother is inconsequential and in all that. This is only to show uh, Silas, his dad, why number one, why I'll he say, didn't pay attention. Why though? What I'm saying though, and also it also adds to in my mind how he couldn't save his mother, and he was gonna oh, save. That's why. When that's he, why I'm, that's, I'm just saying though, but it all goes together in my mind. And the mother is the catalyst. Yeah, like I said, I I think that that could have been it. Could have been the family dog. I really don't. It really it didn't really make it anything because in the whole thing in the well, DCYOU, like you said. His mother had died, yeah, and his she was dad had made an AI out of her. So it was still the same thing. His mom had always died, and it, it always did affect Silas. I think that this part that they put in here, for the most part, every cyborg that I've been involved with, which I haven't, I don't have a lot of background with cyborg. I know him in the Justice League, in the New 52, and then his own series. Silas always comes off as a dick. Oh, yeah, that That's was his main thing, but here in my, like, yeah, I no, get that understanding, which like I, I said, like. Yeah, yeah, I like that, too, but that, like I said, going forward, to me, that it, the mother's dead, she's gone. This was more just to explain why, why uh, like said, been why Silas has been a dick and, and been standoffish, and then also, like you said, why he had, did this for Victor when it happened, but also to me also, as well, also kind of gives you the whole idea of why he continued doing all these experiments, why he's doing what he's doing and all that. But we start off and you get a crazy little, uh, like it's a narration and it's kind of confusing at first because, you know, there it, but it is the whole uh, villain. And uh, with also with this crazy monster that he created, freaking malware. Yeah. That has attacked him. Basically, you have the big bad in the background. He's made this big, big monster thing to this attack. Bio yeah, this bio-organic techno organic thing. To attack uh, Star Labs, basically, like you said, to, to test Cyborg. So he's going, and as Cyborg is fighting off this, I, I don't know. It's almost like a, a shadow techno, techno 
uh, I don't know. It looks cool as hell, and it's just attacking. It's a and, techno behemoth of some yeah, sort. And basically, know. the whole thing they're they're thinking, oh, it's it's breaking in to Star Labs, yes, but it's also mainly trying to test Cyborg and see exactly how he reacts, what's going on. But it does also have something that it's going after or trying to get to at least maybe i don't know at the end when they do get to it do you think that they it was trying it was it was trying to download some shit he it, had, it was it. getting there for some reason yeah, or was it just going to see if it was there and i don't know it, yeah, that's it was, a, we're talking beforehand about this we have a big reveal at the end of this book where we see the villain who is doing the narration throughout this and we, we were doing a little bit of debating what we think it is because it was not very clear to me when i first read this book mm-hmm. Because Silas has a room, a hidden room beyond the red room, which Cyborg doesn't know about. Nobody apparently knows about, and it's freaking got a, like, what do they call it, like a data shield or like a... uh, yeah, but oh, it, to what, what me, do they call it, that though? It's a goddamn. Uh, it's like a Faraday cage thing. It, but like basically, I think that what you mean where it is, it's almost yeah, yeah. like, like what, what I would it? call like, it's it. It's, a, it's like a a dampener. It's a dead room. You go yeah, in there, much, yeah. and it has. It's not quite a firewall, but it's more of like you get in there, and all technology in and out. It, it, it shuts. Pierce it through, can't. Yeah. yeah, it can't go through or in or out. And uh, you have this crazy cube in there. Which is the cyborg program? It's a, it's a pyramid, Jim. Yeah, and well, pyramid. yeah, and they, but they, it's very, it, it's very loosey goosey. You it's, don't I'm know it. By the end, because when cyborg finally reaches his room, trying to stop malware, it starts like it. For for this being a secret thing, it's very weird because as soon as they breach this room, there's a recording from Silas talking about yeah. all his deepest yeah. darkest things. Like, why would you have this? I don't know. Almost to me, this is what because this was a secret room. We yeah. get there, and it's a secret room that Silas only knows about. He knows that he's like was you know, this supposed Victor's to be like entered after he died? Yeah, and this I, is his, I, like, that's last what I and... think. I think that this is something where he's doing experiments. He's done the experiments. This all has to do with Vic. But I think that when he dies, that is what it is. This is almost like if you want to ask me, it's like uh, Jarrell in the fucking uh, Man of Steel, where when they go into the you know all that, even Superman in the. Fortress of Solitude, how you so have that, that hologram. It's a crystal system. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, here, tell to me what this, you want to know, son. To this, I do believe that it is something set up in case somebody else goes in after he is dead. And I would guess that Silas is assuming that if anybody goes in there, he's dead. But it's weird, too, because to me, the only way that's going to happen is if a villain goes. So a villain breaks in and then gets this fucking lifelong story about how he loves his son. It'd be <laughs> funny. It's like Cyborg Superman breaks in. It's like... I love my son. Shut the fuck up. Give Shut me up. A- I love my daughter, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a monster Yeah, as well. really. Yeah, I, we're all monsters. But we're going to get the typical, this is the typical cyborg story. You have him with his mom and dad. They show how his mom and dad met. I like that. I like that uh, a lot. They fall in love, and they're doing research together. That's when they and find each out other. that. Yeah, that's when, yeah, really. That's when they find out that she is sick. So, like you said, it's almost like she has an expiration date. He can prolong the, you know, he's prolonging her death in order to try to find a cure. So they are, like you said, this isn't just somebody at work. This isn't somebody obsessed with work. They're obsessed with their work to save the woman he loves and the woman herself. So, yeah, Eleanor. Yeah, and there's parts where there's the little little baby cyborg, little boy cyborg, like little Eric Shea comes in. Hey, Daddy, let's let's watch some puppet master. You go to hell, but your dad, all he wanted was to get drunk and fuck strippers. Yeah. Silas and, and Eleanor, and they're, play, they, they're doing the life's work there. But, yeah, they're trying to get the deal. Um, and even the, you get the thing, too, where – 
there's Vic, and he's like, all sad. Oh, you want to see my robot do flips? And he's like, God damn it, son. Get the fuck out of here. And then Ellen's like, oh, my God. You know what, son? Uh, I love you. We love you. Just, you know, we'll go get ice cream. You think they ever get ice cream? I think the mother does. The father never does, leading to Cyborg's kind of a uh, contempt for his father. Like, you never once went to any of my games, yeah. daddy. Boom, and then yeah, well, Cyborg. And what's weird about this, though, is it is a little less, uh, like, miserable like yeah. that that's a big thing for some you never went you know that was a whole thing and that uh, the david f walker that's all you heard oh yeah every time you go to his dad this is he looks like okay my mom was there she did pay attention so i did it's, have it's, a happy it's a, life it's a, it's a weird crossover you were talking about it's less miserable but now instead of football it's his mother's death at least during his yeah, like he looks happy. He is there as a football player, and it, that always ends up. He's a star football he's player. He's on the shoulders, of yeah, course. He's he happy. Does, there's never something like, yeah. And my dad was never there. That's he doesn't say that though. I think behind the scenes, he is everything he's doing is to try to get Silas's approval oh, and yeah. attention. Obviously, this is always. I'm saying, we, but we I don't think he's that, upset. We've had that before, where you know, yeah. it's always the disapproving father doesn't yes. like what his son's doing. This is we've seen that. Me. We don't need to see it again. Yeah, we're, I, we're diving deeper into yeah, the story, I and I really that, dig it. I think that how uh, he's going at it this way is that, like, okay, like, that is annoying. Me and you got annoyed. Oh, yeah. That's all we ever heard. Like, God damn it. I'm sorry. That DCYOU, like, Cyborg series, you could just label that entire series Daddy Issues. Yeah, it was Daddy Issues. And that would lead, that step would lead to the next step of him becoming Cyborg and being pissed off at being Cyborg and blaming his dad. There's always, look what you made me, Dad. You don't get that. That cynical thing in this book, in this rebirth, you do not get that. To me, well, I, that's what I like about it too. We yes. moved on. Oh we yeah, like rebirth. I said, I was saying her earlier, like, oh, it's because I there's not tons of new stuff here. Yeah. I like the little touches. It's though. a I different love perspective. The, yes, I love it. I, Cyborg does not seem upset to be Cyborg. He doesn't. And I'm telling you, talking about that whole thing, like, am I man or machine? Like, we have a little bit of that in this issue. You have but, a little. But the thing is. For most of this issue, Cyborg is fighting malware, like yeah. Fisticuff style, like just getting the shit beat out yeah. of him. Yeah. And just seeing him bleed. Like, I cannot, like, remember seeing Cyborg bleed in a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, like, well, there's the humanity right there. Yeah, just fucking pulling yeah, out of his goddamn no face. Matter, yeah, and no matter what you do with a Cyborg book, you're always going to end up with the, am I more machine than man? But I like this because it's also twisted around a little. Cyborg, because we do see the origin, but this issue does not focus. That's five years ago. Yeah. That's five or six years ago. We don't need to do that. Yes, they show what happened. This is Cyborg as Cyborg already. He's ready to go. He's he's Cyborg. The twist, though, is that it's Silas who has been afraid this whole time. Oh, my God. Is this my son or is it just a machine who thinks it's Did my I son? Did I do the right thing? Yeah. Did I do the right thing? It's more on Silas. And because we have seen with that little bit where – the reason why he was a, a you know a standoffish dad wasn't because he didn't love his son. He loves his son, and it he wasn't obsessed. like he was obsessed with his work. He was obsessed with keeping yeah, his wife exactly. alive. He is not a dick anymore, and that is a great thing. And I think in general, this is a more adjusted cyborg. It's a more so now instead well, of like you, know you said, daddy issues. We can get into let's have fun with cyborg. Let's see him do things, and his dad's right on with him. What's, speaking, what were you gonna speaking say? of the DCYOU series for a second, I just won't, I don't want to forget about this because I actually I spent a lot of time making sure I looked this shit up earlier. But 
looking at the cyborg costume for this, because we had this really dramatic change when the DCYOU like cyborg yeah. series started, where he had this like human like like this ability to turn human. Yeah, but yeah, this, yeah. His suit was way slimmer. Like we had the exposed arms and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. And. Here I was looking at it because I thought at first like this was just the costume he had during Forever Evil when he got that new slimmer look. Yeah. But I'm looking through the issue again and I'm like, this is actually the cyborg co- like the suit that we've had since the beginning of the New Fifty Two. Yeah. There is no, no adjustment going on here, so I can kind of go with the whole continuity thing with the Forever Evil still happening because this still could be the slimmer suit just drawn differently because they're very similar. Yeah. But it seems almost like the DCYOU story didn't happen, didn't happen because that. we don't have this evolution of his operating system, all this shit no. going on. Well, and I'll, I'll even – just to really spell it out to people, in this DCYOU that David F. Walker did at a point, Cyborg developed – Marv Wolfman. Yeah, yeah. Well, the more it was – I think it was David, David F. Walker, Walker that came up that with the whole yes. thing, yes, that Cyborg actually had the ability to become – fully human, look fully human, no cybernetics, nothing, to kind of live a normal life. It never, was, it never really was taken advantage of. They no. never really did anything with that. And I'll tell you, the David F. Walker and the Marv Wolfman, that whole DCYOU cyborg, it didn't go anywhere. No. You didn't. It was and it more, always seemed to end with cyborg just hacking, okay, I won. Yeah, and I, it, I, it just – it never – there's a, a couple times where you'll get a series or even an arc or a couple arcs or a creative team jumps on something where you'll just not get a – like I couldn't tell you. You had the Techno Sapiens and, the and all this. Breakers. And the Tech Breakers. But all in general – I the it, nothing happened like no. I, nothing really at all. Then the government yes. got involved, and then it turned yeah. out. Oh, it's and I'm not, yeah, and I'm not saying time. I'm not saying that people who like Manship really liked it. He liked that, but I'm not saying that you couldn't like it or like the issues. But all in all, it was very forgettable. I oh, said very. I liked the Jeff Parker run of Aquaman after Jeff Johns left. But really, if you ask me. No, what what really happened? Hell, he went to a a class reunion. He did some stuff with his mom. I'm pretty sure. Did some sure. stuff with his mom, who kind of didn't think it was his son. Really but cared but about really, more, it nothing like. much happened. And I don't think that we're get. You know, again, when they go to this rebirth, there. This is like really a restart of the character to me. But to and, agree, yeah. But I, I like I, it though I that it say doesn't. The rest of the continuity happened, but that yeah, no, I'm saying the DCYU. It just seems yeah. kind of forgotten. Like we, really, honestly, you're gonna forget in a couple of years that yeah. series ever happened. And, and the the other stuff that you got of Cyborg is all from the Justice League, yeah, so exactly. that's fine for it to to remain with that. that. I don't have any problem with that, and that's why I like this. Where the stuff that kind of references that is just the stuff that's a background. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is what happened. Here's the accident. Oh, he's a football player, but that's why you can kind of change a little things with this, with Silas being a nicer guy and and not. He almost was the villain at points in it the DC like, Bible. Yeah. You. He was like the protagonist all the time. This is uh, oh, Dad, you son of a bitch. He always seemed to be against antagonist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cyber <laughs> protagonist, but yeah, uh, just. I like this. This is Cyborg going forward. His dad is there See, to help him, and his I, dad's a little worried about him. I like this issue as well because I'm telling you, it gave me something new to the backstory that it, maybe it was there before. I don't remember ever seeing it, but um, we do have Cyborg defeating malware by hacking him. I'm like, God yeah, he it. does hack him because I do like so Cyborg is this cool, like versatile figure where he can like create these goddamn sonic blasters out of his arm. He can do a lot of stuff with his armor. But it always seems to end up he's it just hacking shit. Up. And again, you, you get malware now. The next one, he's going to fight Spam Master. That's you know, it's always he always has techno, uh, techno organic kind of villains. And mm. I look at the solicits, it's going to continue. Yeah, it's going to continue. But at least it, it kind of seems like it's a little more interesting to me 
just because it's him going forward. We're going to get some progression and stuff because, yeah, malware, this big thing is fighting. It goes into the red room. It's heading for the red room. Oh, my God, the red room. Oh, God, red room. Oh, no, it's going beyond the red yeah, room. Red room. It's beyond and the it, red yeah, room. It doesn't even touch the red room. It yeah. goes beyond. Oh, my God, what's going on? And that's when Silas is like, oh, shit. Uh, shit's getting real, you know, and he tells him, Vic, watch it. There's something else. Here you go. And he's like, hey, Dad, this is not on any of the maps. What's <laughs> going on? Don't worry. You know, get in there. And they do get in there. And when they get there, another thing that Cyborg always seems to have, or at least what we read in the DCYO. Constant data stream? He, yes. It, it is almost like, to me, a constant thing of what they always play off when Superman first gets his powers. Exactly. It's like he hears he everything. Sees everything. Hears everything. Too. That's what Cyborg is always getting the stream. Now, I wish that, you know... Uh, Silas could say, listen, we're going to have a little dampener here we can put on you so you can, you know, but he always seems to want that data anyway. Well, he gets in this dampened room, this dead room, whatever you want to call it, and all of a sudden he's like, huh, you know what? Suddenly, I have it here. He's like, suddenly, shit's quiet. You know what I can do? I can kind of just go after you. And yeah. he does. And he does. He hacks in there. He shuts him down. He's like, I have a better firewall than you ever have, motherfucker. <laughs> and he shuts him down. And it's weird, too, because at a point, and the way I'm telling you, like I said, I I hate it when it always res, resorts to freaking um Hack. cyborg hacking something. Yeah. But the satisfaction that cyborg has on his face while doing oh, this, yeah. it made me so happy to look at it. Yeah, and and <laughs> even that, and he's it, it is kind of funny that he's like, oh, you know what? It's a shame that I had to destroy you before I could, uh, you know, see yeah, where, trace back where was it was. Yeah. But at least he knows something was controlling it, whatever. But my favorite part of it is. There's Cyborg. He's defeated. This thing still keeps beeping and, uh, and uh, fucking talking. It's like down there saying shit. And he's yeah. like, I'm like, I don't think he's dead there, Cyborg. Come on. <laughs> he just keeps saying it. But then uh, at the end, he's all like, hello. Yeah. I he can starts sing singing. Song, like, yeah, Daisy, he's singing. I'm Daisy, like, I don't know. Give me your me, answer, do. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do <laughs> like up, that. Malware. And to me also, malware, I don't even think that because it makes it seem like Cyborg. I don't want him to stick around now to be like a retarded sidekick. Yeah, I would love it. And I would love it. Because in this area, to me, it wasn't Cyborg like, oh, man, I shouldn't have shut you down before. To me, they're in this this dampener room, this dead zone that nothing's coming in and out. So I thought maybe they go with that. Like he's in here and because he can't be – you know, reached there's or no done. Going there's him. no signal. That's what stopped it. And I would like if they made like this was like almost like his Jarvis in the in the Avengers movies. Right. Or it would be funny if he's there. There's malware, and he becomes almost like his pet. Yeah. Fucking singing and shit. But no, he's like just, Handles uh, was in the freaking uh, the final episode of the Eleventh Doctor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking. Doctor about. Who, baby. You Doctor Who. Doctor Who. I think that was one of the last ones. The what was that? Asylum one? of the Daleks. Asylum of the Daleks. I think that was one of the last episodes I watched. But yeah, in the meantime, that's where I like how they play it out too. Is what we talked about earlier, where there's this, you know, fucking what is it? A goddamn cube, a fucking triangle. It's a, a pyramid, Jim. Pyramid, but that is the to me. They they don't really spell it out that much, and you had some ideas of it, and I did as well. But it, to me, this is the quote unquote cyborg program they say it as well but this is the it's last just, i am i am so like techno like retarded i don't understand these things like they're like this is the cpu is, to me, it's the, of the cyborg system, sort, yeah. like operating system yeah, i think so this I don't is understand the, what that means this in is the source connection. code to me of the cyborg program where when cyborg was created it's not just slapping shit on you had all these you know and you said in the new 52 jeff johns oh, they slapped everything they were slapping badass. everything like he really in that 
head, it looked like Silas had just run into the red room and was grabbing anything. Anything, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And this... Like, he injected him with this alien nanite system, but then freaking uh, Tio Morrow was just slapping everything in Ken's yeah, safe everything. body. Yeah, and this, it looked like he almost got in, like, a, a little uh, machine thing. Everything was put on, but I think that this cube is the source code of the cyborg program, which this is what malware was going towards, and that is what the main villain seemed to want to get. Because yeah, this, we, we, alluded, we started talking about this a little earlier in the freaking issue, but um, we see at the end this, this figure that has been the guy behind Malware the whole time, seeing what Cyber can do, how long his recovery time is, how much force he can exert, all this good stuff to get all his stats down for his fantasy football team. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's weird because from what we understand of this, he seems to be like – putting together a cyborg nation. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's been monitoring yes. everyone in the DCU who has he, any kind of cyborg Skynet. robotic part. He's yeah, Skynet. He wants to get, like, to me, there's a combo of all this. This is how I explain it to people who are reading other books, especially the Superman books. Number one, this is the cybernetic version of Mr. Oz. He's right. sitting there looking at everything, Definitely. and especially how he's dealing with uh, cyborg himself, Vic. Like, oh, you know, we, yeah, you know what? Uh, you'll get example. there. And he's really very similar. Like, oh, and I'm gonna, you know, learn this. I want to see you. what I'm he can test do. You. I'm gonna say it's 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 almost exact. It is. Good and, point. I didn't even put that And together. then from there, he is also to me. Then he turns into the Eradicator, where he's like, you know, you stupid. And these are there's a lot of cyborgs involved in this big panels. That I'm sorry. I'm looking at Mazo. I see yeah. the freaking Metal Man, Cyborg Superman, Red, Red Tornado. Tornado. Cyborg Superman uh, the is the brain. On, yeah, the brain. You have Robot Steel. Man, Steel, any, Omac. Any sort of cybernetic guy. Like, he is looking at it. And to me, he thinks, and I think that also he is also part of this cyborg program. I think that this is part of the program. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we started alluding to, but like, it's weird because when we finally reveal what he looks like, and I'm telling you, I'm going to come off sounding terrible. I might be a terrible racist fuck out of no, nowhere because he, he looks, looks like Silas. He looks like Silas. He's supposed I, to. I, I actually... Because I, stare, I stared at this no, guy. No, he's like, supposed to. Huh. He is supposed to. And to me... And, and he claims to be like, I am the father who will give yeah, Cyborg everything I actually think needed. at some point we're going to find out that this was a, say, a uh, prototype. It was like, something did, that did was... Silas stalled. tested out on himself Yeah, first? I think he did. I think that Silas was doing something to get the and created something. And he, if you look, he also seems to be like somebody, you know, he didn't go and attack. He seems to be hardwired into there. Like he can't just go off. And we don't even know where this is. This could be wherever they are. Omax there too. I see. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. But to him, I think he. I just had, like the brain. <laughs> yeah, I think he had part of this program. He has this, but he is more machine than man. Cyborg himself, Vic, is, you know, that's the whole thing with him. But I'm I saying it's so he, weird with the integrated, like, the, the flesh and whatnot. Oh, yeah, but I think I think that's part of I think that this was all. And if anything, this looks a lot like, remember with uh, Cyborg where they had him at the beginning of that, uh, in the um, DCYOU, there was the things when his, his fucking suit, and like, it reminds me of a lot of things that we've seen, but I think that this is the... This is a prototype. This is something that an AI got out and then created itself through this. But I think that's why and he says I am the himself that's to why be I'm like saying. integrated with yeah, and the thing with the I'm I the father. father yeah. Saying the father that just points out. Yes, he is something like like Silas gave birth to Cyborg. He's the father of them all. And yes, I think that he has gone with the look or whatever. How it's I'm sitting here, I'm like, are, are these betas, alphas? I don't know the difference. Yeah. And then freaking out. Uh, but I, I was I was just so confused by the source code and CPU. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. is this where the actual like the almost digitized soul of? Yeah, Victor I don't think Stone it's. A, I, just, I think I don't it's know. actually the 
actual program that they used to create Cyborg. The soul of I, you know, I'm you, I was up with all these strange ass. Yeah, like, I don't think it's anything crazy now. When you go about this, almost like with the Techno Sapiens and the Tech Breakers or whatever. When when you have them, he may this this bad guy. He may think that that is the soul. You know, he's the yeah. or or he's the ghost in the machine. There's a lot of crazy fucking techno craziness. But I think basically what he's doing, he's looking at him and like the Eradicator in the Superman story. He thinks that all these guys, their human part, their you know, that's bullshit. Yeah, they need Flesh to be part, freed of their human sides. They need to be eradicated by that. And if they can, if he can get a hold of the cyborg program. That he could do the same thing with them and create them into just because robots. cyborg apparently in his mind is the missing link to breach all this and make them better. Yeah, yeah. He's, like the techno he's sapiens, subject zero. Well. He's subject zero. Also, not only that, he's looking at these and we're going with the whole thing. Oh, you're the missing link and whatever. He's looking at all these guys. His real plan may just be you get that cyborg program and unleash it, and you turn everybody into cyborgs. Everybody's a different. You know, all of a sudden Eric Shea. That's, that's a lot like the DCYU. Yeah, Eric Shea. Is, yeah, Eric Shea is the cyborg. That that's what you would think because this is the program that can put everything into place. And he sees he's testing cyborg to see if he's good, to see if that's worthy. He thinks he is now. He's yeah. ready to rock. He and that was all a test just to see to me if cyborg was worthy. And also if there was this source code program, he learned everything. He learned everything he wants to know. Off we go. I liked it. I was saying earlier about how I didn't like it. I do really like it. Uh, I don't think it sets the tone per se, but it gets you up well, and running. If I'm you don't you, know I, about Cyborg, you learn everything in this book. Oh, yeah, definitely. It gets for. new readers way up to speed. But I was, I was telling you earlier in the week because I was looking ahead at the solicits because I'm telling you, this, this ending really got me interested. Once I see all these other cybernetic and robot yeah, characters, yeah. I get excited. So I was yeah. looking at the solicits. I think it's a ruse. And they, oh, I'm saying, well, it, uh, they, they threw out this name that I'm not familiar with. It's an old DC uh, Comics villain, though. His name was Kilgore, and the yeah. O is uh, like a percentage sign, but it's crazy. I don't even know if that's how you yeah, say of it. Of course, but, uh, that's the sort of thing that's going to be in a cyborg book. Yeah, but yeah. The, uh, in issue two, they say how cyborg goes up against Kilgore, and I was talking to you earlier in the week how I thought, oh, this character must be Kilgore. I don't think that's the case now. Yeah, I, just I think it's another cybernetic monster. Yeah, I that- think he is like the Mr. Oz. He is the he's the father, and he's going to get these other programs. Like this is the, if, if Cyborg's subject one, maybe he considers himself subject. I mean, a, cyber, a yeah, cyborg, cyborg subject zero. zero yeah. And he, maybe he considers himself subject one. Yeah, I don't think so. You know what I think? I think that when he says subject zero, he means that from going forward, this sort of thing to control the world or whatever, it's all going to be based off of Cyborg. So yeah, he's subject zero. He's like the guy who started AIDS. Eric. He's regular, yeah. Patient that, Zero? Yeah, Patient Zero. Like, he is. He's the guy, freaking Patient Zero. That guy was a flight attendant. Next thing you know, everybody's got it, Eric. That guy must have been a sexy fellow. But yeah, uh, I don't know how this <laughs> turned into a, a discussion of AIDS. But uh, yeah, it I think that say Zero, just as he wanted to make sure that this was you know worthy, whatever. Yeah, yeah he is. And I, I do like it. I said to, just the whole thing with Silas not being a bad guy and Cyborg not being having daddy issues. We said, how many issues can we have where Cyborg's complaining, you didn't go to see my games, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. It's all taken care of now because even if Cyborg thought that before this issue, he now knows different. He knows what his dad was doing. The only thing he could be mad is, you should have told me that well, mom That's the thing, sick. though. I, I don't know if he does. What's that? If he's because mad? Because every, everything we saw in the flashbacks was almost like uh, it was this you know, villain figure going back and collecting the yeah, data yeah. and like figuring that because he took the time. I like it too, because every time cyborg would get knocked out and he would test the recovery time of, yeah. he'd be like, let's figure out where this goes deeper. And that one scene when, um, 
I actually was trying to have this all make sense. It doesn't all go, but when Silas was, uh, before he met Eleanor, when he's working in his lab, he's like, um, please record this thing I'm going to do. Yeah, and it says yeah. recording. And then he never says stop recording. And all of this dialogue we get. So I'm like, okay, this, this information is in a system that he's pulling it from. Yeah. But like later on when they get married, I don't know where that's coming from and anything, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like birth certificates, he knows when Cyborg was born and shit like that. Yep. But, uh, I don't know where I was going with this, but I don't uh, either. <laughs> I, I had a point. It was. Uh, I was I saying that I I think that from this going forward that I think that Cyborg kind of knows you know. Oh, that's well, what at I was least going. at well, least he knows though that his dad loves him. Yes, I I believe he's all in the understanding of that, but I don't know how much he actually knows about you know his father missing his games because he was you know trying to save his Here's mother. Here's the thing though, we're not even sure that uh, how this played out is when his dad when they buried the, the mom and and wife that he didn't even tell him then. It's true. He may have told he could, him then. He could know everything. At I this think point. that the way it's just spelled out. At least we know it, but yeah, I'm telling like you, you didn't get you where, battle, where yeah. you would have it where Saiba, like you said, Vic is on the, you know, oh, I scored the winning touchdown. I'm on top of everybody's shoulders. And it's not like any sort of thing that we have dealt with up until this issue, the DCYOU, even, it would have been Vic looking out and like, dad isn't here again. <laughs> you know, and he would have had a fucking frown on his face. It's always a downer. He's yeah. a Debbie Downer. And this he's not. He he's a, and you get away from that. We're yeah, five he gets years there past. towards the end once he hears his fucking father's like uh recalling everything he did. Yeah. Is like, is my did I make a monster? Did I yeah, save yeah. my son? But he's so, worried about that, but he also just says, I love my son. I, I really wanted to go and I'm Cyborg. a little worried though, because when we like leave Cyborg at the end, he's he doesn't tell his father what he heard. He just says, I no, fixed no, your no, room no. here and he goes off and kind yeah, of Yeah, he even pretends he actually I think that he if anything, I hope that that is him thinking, I wasted five years. I, I was so mad at my dad for what he did and whatever. Because, yeah, uh, his dad even goes up to him. And then he's like, hey, you did great. I'm proud of you. He's yeah. like, uh, thanks. And then he goes to fit and he thinks about it. I think this is where you get the whole thing with him wondering, like, oh, am I, you know, am, am I, I man or am machine? I man or machine yeah. And that you're always going to get that. That is a big thing with Cyborg. But I, I just like... I, I said, you know what? I'm wrong. I said that there was no tone setting in this. The tone to me is, is happier than yeah. anything we've had, and that did wonders for me. Just Silas alone is like, that's yeah. a tone setter right there. Yeah, All right, let's same. move let's on. Not, yeah, he doesn't have to be the villain now. He can help. And yeah, he wants to, before he would try to help and there'd be cyber. Why didn't you help me before, Dad? You weren't there when I scored that touchdown. I'm like, I, I've had enough. I, Jesus Christ, get over this. I know you were Boy, getting those cues. Years old. You Jesus were getting Christ. the cues, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's just, but I, I really do. I, I do like it. I like so the I, whole thing. And uh, I, I actually would give it more uh, a score. But what did you give it? Well, I'm saying because um, when Cyborg was fighting malware in the beginning when he was on the streets before they entered uh, Star Labs, mm -hmm. I actually found that the color was a little muddy because I had trouble seeing exactly what was going on because uh, of how closely colored yeah, yeah. Cyborg and malware were. So it just got a little jumbled from there for the art. But the rest of the art I thought looked amazing. And because of my own ignorance over technology, I just was very confused about the ending. So I gave yeah. it a 7.8 out of yeah, 10. I, I actually, I'm going to go as high as an 8.5. Nice. I, I like it. And uh, the one thing I will say, though, because of what you're saying, color and all that, it is kind of a, a book that, as we've seen, like, there is a lot of grays. There's a lot of silvers. There's a lot of, like, red light. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the technology that is involved always with this book, it doesn't – it's not like a Green Lantern book where you can go, you know, you have all these flashes of color. It is a very, you know, I don't know, dull colored palette, but it's more of, you know, you get a lot of the same colors. But right. I did like the art. I, I like the so art I. a lot. I, like I, love, the way, I yeah. love the way freaking uh, Vic looked, even yeah. though I, I – 
I was really getting used to that new like look he had, the armor look. Yeah. Uh, well, not the less armor look, but the thing is, one reason why I never really like gravitated towards Cyborg growing up is because of how much of his skin was exposed. It always bothered me. Like, yeah. there he's got a, like a thigh open. I'm like, then his arms are like, he's barely wearing anything. Yeah. This is yeah. weird. I don't know. It just seemed like I was watching a superhero in like a, a weird two piece yeah, swimsuit. Yeah, like a weird swimsuit or like but, um, or one even of those a weird suits that you go suit. and get the uh, the motion capture when you do those exactly. balls on it and stuff. But, uh, My know. balls on in there. I, I always liked this look for Cyborg. Yeah, and I whether, too. Whether we see it become the slimmer look we saw it during Forever Evil or the big bulky. I, I like the bulky look. Yeah, so did I when that came out. I'm a fan and I really, we didn't even say the one of the, the panels because you're getting the history of them right after you see the burn victim <laughs> and he looks awful I, I knew i when i read i'm like oh eric's not gonna like this but the burn victim vic and then it goes and like oh and then he became cyborg and the big panel is him in that first arc in the new 52 yeah. with the the uh whole justice league fighting the parademons it looks awesome i sure like does. it and not only just that it was like it, it just kind of made me smile even though none of the guys in there they're they're fighting for their lives at that point just made me smile i really liked it and uh that bulky look there i love that's the cyborg i like that is pretty much what we get the rest of the issue yeah and i i am looking forward going forward and uh this is one of those things like i said with the hellraiser book with constantine um hellblazer hellblazer what did (laughs) i sell hellraiser i say that a lot are we doing hellraiser yeah we're doing hellraiser now and puppet master and (laughs) oh he freaking you know what he gave me eric i want to go into what he fair enough but uh, I liked – this is the first time, again, like the Hellblazer book that I'm actually saying, oh, you know what? I'm looking forward to going forward with, yeah. with this. I'm not upset. I'm not like – granted, if we were buying the things and how we said with that $25 pull list, still wouldn't make my pull list if I no. had to pick and choose. I like but, other heroes way more than I yeah, like I do Cyborg too. on that I, I do as well. And going I still forward, like Cyborg you're going to get a lot of this te- these tech villains. And yeah. that really doesn't interest me. And I think that – I hope that they get away from it a bit. You're never going to get fully away. It's Cyborg. But yeah. it points out you're a better, bigger Cyborg fan than me. You were thrown off by the jargon though. And some oh, of the definitely. things – and some of the times it almost gets – That's just because I'm an idiot. Though. Well, no. But some of the times it even gets crazier than magic. In a right. book, because you don't know what they're saying. It'd oh, be like, Jim. is that correct or is that Jim. real? Isn't what? technology that's you know is way futuristic just magic in what, other people's this, eyes? What is this fucking horseless carriage coming at me? <laughs> fucking fighting a car. What, what is this box? How do you these, think these people, people down in this box? They're in this box and they're it's all popular. magic. Yeah, uh, yeah, magic but, and technology. That I have a problem. But with. really, what I don't like is when they like even with the the gamma, beta, gamma, uh, delta plan. You, you start to throw things, and then I start getting upset. Like, oh, yeah. you're just trying to fucking confuse me here. But I do like you. You don't get tons of tech jargon, but yeah. a little bit you did did confuse you. Sure did. And even at the one point, it says when he breaks in that room, it does say this is where, uh, or it's when uh, Victor's. Or not Victor, Silas's voiceover. It's like, this contains the software program of the most important thing. That's all I think. I think that's the source code that, that kicks the machine and everything in to make Cyborg. And you don't want to get that out. I think that they threw that in because, boy, if somebody does get a hold of that, like that villain or anybody else, they can create a huge army of Cyborgs. And that's not good. Um, but, yeah, I say five, and that is the Cyborg book. All right, Eric, that's the spotlight. Ooh-wee, what a spotlight it was. Ooh-wee, we didn't really go uh, tit for tat in that one. No. Uh, That was just a general talk. I liked it. Yeah, we kind of mix it up in some things. I think the the Cyborg book, 
there just wasn't a lot of you know play by play to, no. to go through. So I, I hope everybody liked it. And if you did like it, we would like you to come every Sunday and uh. listen to our yeah, listen to our huge podcast. It's huge. I know that it is very intimidating to people to think. It, it really, what I think it is, it's really hard to wrap their heads around. An eight-hour, nine-hour podcast. What kind of stupid fucks would record for this yeah, long? And I, I just want to tell people that this isn't something like that we did for three weeks and then we hit, you know, boom, there it is. This is a couple nights we do one or two books, but really, me and Eric get together at nine o'clock on Saturday night and record till five in the morning. And we, I don't like those nights. Yeah, it, it's crazy. We get done a lot of times. We finish up the podcast by watching the sunrise. Hey, look at that sun over yeah, there. Yeah, we do it over there. So. A lot of the times when you're listening, there is a flow to it. There's some jokes and things like that. So, And there's a lot of nonsense. I'm not going to tell you that you're not going to hear a story about Eric's bowel movements. This week, I, I have a story. Again, I had promised it before, but I do have a story about uh, involving my kids clogging up the goddamn toilet and then doing crazier things after that, and I don't understand it. Also, Eric was at a wedding last week, so sure he's was. probably going to have some stories about that. I don't remember anything. We have crazy shit at work that happens where uh, this week the one guy comes up to us, starts talking about Amish people and telling us about how they're freaking they, – they don't have no none of them's technologies. Next thing you know, me and Eric are going back and forth and reciting the no – No phones? No lights? Yeah. No, motor, no cars? motor cars? Not a single luxury, Brian? Yeah. You, uh, yeah, he actually said this to the guy, and then Brian's like, nope. And I'm like, like Robinson Crusoe, they're primitive as can be? And he's like, Yep. And and we're like, really? We're, we could keep going with this. And, Next but we had like, to stop, though, because he asked me, hey, do you know about those dark nights? Yeah, you know about those dark nights. And here's where the thing is. You have cracked his code. It's you crazy. have cracked the Brian code because you're like, you mean the Mennonites? I'm like, yeah. the dark nights? I thought he was talking about like he went and saw the dark night. I'm like, what is he talking about? There's another guy at our work that I actually have cracked his code. This guy comes up and goes like, Justin Timberlake, and I know that he means the freaking I uh, jizzed in my pants song. I, like out of nowhere, I know exactly what he's talking about. I, I, it's crazy. I like my code better. <laughs> yeah, my code is never good. And that guy comes up and's like, "Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of money, but my wife's willing to do stuff." Huh, what, you, what, what's going me, on here? Will you loan me twelve thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh really? Twelve thousand dollars? Yeah. Go take it. Yeah. You need more? Twelve thousand? Why don't you get sixteen? Here Shit. you go. But yeah. Call it a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, chalk it up as a loss. I did. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna have the main podcast, and again, it's it's gonna be over eight hours. We I know this. Uh, but during that podcast, we also have Reggie and Chris do the Cosmic Treadmill, where they uh, talk and review an older comic. Uh, people like that. I like it. Yeah, um, they do good but, stuff over there. Yeah, you you always hear they do good stuff. But here is the good stuff we're also going to do. We're going to be talking news. We'll have listener mail, which last week lasted about two and a half hours. That, that is a big chunk of it. Um, but also we do eventually get around the comics. True. Comics are kind of the focus. Though um, what gets me is during the week – after we've put the podcast out, people start listening. What really shocks me are some of these people are already like, you could count to the second. I, I publish it. Eight hours later, they're they're telling me they finished. Like, they, this thing hits Get them. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah. You said you don't have enough time for that. How do they? Yeah. But one of the things, I there's hardly ever like, oh, Jim, you were so eloquent during that Justice League <laughs> review. No, it's always like, 
holy shit, when you were stuck at Wawa and wine and this person did that and that person did this, like today, me and Eric after work, we go to Wawa, I needed a coffee. So we get a coffee, we're in line, the girl and a guy are ahead of us. This girl pays cash, she she buys, I think she had like a sandwich or like a, a soda pop a little or thing in a soda, and she pays. Now the problem is, there's a bad setup where if you pay and then don't move around, you are blocking the ATM, the debit card machine that you would yeah. pay at the thing. This girl just stopped there, had her shit right next to that, and then it's yapping. Had a yapping conversation with somebody. And I'm next in line. The and guy I'm behind him, and it, it, it throws a whole huh. pause. I'm watching this in disbelief because the clerk and Jim both just yeah, stopped the movement and up. go silent. And I'm like, like, okay, it, here it is, a dollar. Did I just have a stroke? If I had to, if I was going to pay with cash, I would have just given them the two dollars and got the fuck out of there. I have to use this goddamn machine. This girl shits there and she's blocking it, just talking. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at her. I'm like, God damn it. Then I look at you, and then everybody else in line. I want them to think like I'm thinking. They're all like, What the fuck's this holdup with this fucking asshole up here? Seriously, it wasn't me. Because well, at first I thought that because I wasn't paying any mind to this girl. Huh? Then I realized. Oh my god, she yeah. is blocking the whole and system. All I up. could do was I could grab her shit and fucking shove it in her yeah. face. Uh, whatever, but I'm like, okay. And then I kind of was gonna start moving the stuff. Luckily she went and got the stuff because it was a shit was about to get real. And I was about <laughs> to go like and really a lot of this has happened to me many a time, so I knew what was going on. Usually the person realizes then and goes, Oh my god, I'm sorry. Yeah. This fucking bitch. She oh. fucking just gets it and kind of like, like some, some fucking. I'm surprised she didn't shoulder check you on the way out. Yeah, really. Fucking hip check me. My fucking coffee goes all over the place. <laughs> I got it. That next thing I know, I'm mopping the fucking thing in the jizz booth. I don't, I get the that next thing I'm there. Hey, it does. You get hit at one and then you're working at the, the fucking adult world. But yeah, I was so angry. Crazy I was turn up events. I was, and I just, I, I yell and scream on the podcast. I don't like nonsense like that. I don't want to always cause happens issues. with Jim. It does. But I don't want to be the guy who cause then all of a sudden then I become the fucking ass. Oh yeah. You know, I'm like, hey You can't win this. Hey, baby, get your shit and go. Let's I don't think that's this, the way you should start the let's conversation. Get this junk thing. out of your trunk, yeah, baby. But yeah, she's talking to this guy. You know what the best part is? She got there with that guy. And left with that guy. Why the fuck couldn't she talk on the way to the car? <laughs> what are they doing? This is where I also get angry where people go. Now, this is something that if you have this pet peeve, you'll know what I mean. It's it's kind of hard to explain. I've told you this before. People go and you go to a place where it's like a convenience store with uh, the gas pumps. Oh, These yeah. motherfuckers go. They park at the gas pump. Go in, buy shit. No, I'm going to get my coffee. And you know what? I want a fucking sandwich. Here, I get my sandwich, and then I'm going to pay. Then they, go out, the then they go out and swipe their card to do gas. You fucking asshole. All these people waiting to pump gas, and you're in there with your fucking, you know, at your leisure, getting your goddamn <laughs> coffee. You pump that fucking gas. Then you go in and get your fucking goddamn after you move your goddamn car and yeah, park in a normal the, spot. That also, too, that the reverse of that is, oh, I'm going to pump my gas. Here I am, pump my gas, get done, boom, and then fucking walk into the store. No, yeah. you move your goddamn car, and when you pay at the goddamn thing, you get your shit and leave. Yep. It's not a fucking library. It's not a goddamn fucking club. We're not here dancing it up. I was. Oh, my God. I also hate when people are getting their soda there and then they get the soda and just fucking stand there fucking thinking of what they're going to do for the day you're behind them you want to get a soda and they're just standing there then they sip the soda and they gotta fucking tap it up again oh i gotta get more (laughs) soda oh oh, i don't like this then they dump it Uh, you fuck i'm gonna get your head i'm gonna fucking shove it in that goddamn soda machine cyborg was good though 
I like that cyborg. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I was cyborg, I would have just happened. I would have made a fucking shot come out of that fucking machine and get that girl. She so get the fuck out of there. She's not allowed in my life anymore. Good. I don't think she should be there in the first I place. Should've, I should have gotten her like license plate number and reported her to the proper authorities. I, I'm t- people. I'm sweaty now. I'm all fired up. It, it, the way we do this, we're recording it on Thursday night. I'm ready to sit down and relax and watch the fucking start of the football season. Yeah. And I, I, we're Eagles fans. And I actually like the start of the season not being an Eagles game because I'm just going to sit there. I don't have a horse in this race. I'm just going to sit there, though I do want uh, – Enjoy some football. I don't know. I, I want Carolina to win. Uh, I'm a Cam Newton fan. I don't care what people well, say. You want every, you like Carolina to win at all? No, no. I'm saying this game. Okay. They're, they're playing Denver. Yeah. Denver. Go to hell, Denver. I'm like, all of a sudden, like, oh, so Carolina's playing. Now you want them to go to the Super Bowl. Yes. What the hell happened? Uh, yeah, the one guy comes up to me uh, today, the same guy who you know, wants to pimp out his wife. And he's like, <laughs> you know, the, the team that always loses the Super Bowl always does bad. I'm like, yeah, that, that's fine. I, I don't go by these crazy stats, what you're doing. It's and like stuff. superstition. Yeah, and then the, he's he's always with the the you're telling us that he has no money. Oh, I have to get a second job. I got to do this. I don't know if the fucking guy just went for two weeks or whatever to Disneyland. Do no, I, no. that's the thing. Two weeks would have been like reasonable in my mind. He went for a weekend, and we live on the oh, yeah, other yeah, side yeah. of the goddamn country. Yeah, yeah, and and also who does that? Uh, not only just that. Well, my my buddy Jay, he went to fucking Iceland for the weekend. Crazy ass trip. But uh, he went to dip. But he's showing us these pictures. It looks like there was no expense. You know, too. Oh, not at all. Him. Everything. And now he's complaining. He doesn't have money. And then you, like you said, he's like, I'm in twelve fantasy leagues, and you, you said to me, these are probably the fucking, you know, hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, buyers. Yeah, fuck that. Don't tell me your fucking problems. Then he's asking me, when did I get sick the last time? How the fuck do I know? And you're asking me, like I give a fuck. No, or I was trying to push anything. him over. Usually I'll say, but you were too close. I'm usually, oh, you know what? Eric was just talking about that. Go talk to him. <laughs> tell me that my old work. The people would come in. Hey, we're selling Sixers tickets. Oh, you Ooh. know who really likes the the Sixers? That big fat big guy. Big Bob. Big Bob, the big fat guy, huge Sixers fan. It's great. And then they go over to him. I heard you're a Sixers fan. He has no idea who the Sixers are. Sixers? He's dead. He's dead now. Sure is. Sixers. He thought that was a six pack of fucking double cheeseburgers. <laughs> fucking guy was like that six, sounds amazing. Six hundred pounds that guy was. But yeah, um, right away. Here's you go. Know, I say it every time. Something always happens. This is what the podcast is slightly like. Yes. Us getting r- riled up about shit. You also getting riled about up about shit. That, yeah. yeah. I, I can't help it. <laughs> I am a passionate fella. And really, I'm, I'm a very quiet person normally. And when the, we do this podcast, it all fucking comes out. <laughs> this it, is your it, therapy. It, it is di- diarrhea. I have explosive diarrhea of the mouth when we do this. But here are the books we're going to talk about this week. Oh, on- shit. We had something planned. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. This wasn't just the, the setup to yell. I actually wanted to do this and get the fuck out. Uh, we have Aquaman number six. Hmm. Batman number six, Batman Beyond number 16, that is the finale of that leap sure is. into the Rebirth issue. I'm looking forward to that as well. That That is another book. I'm talking the Rebirth of Batman Beyond. That's another. i got to cleanse my palate a bit. I need to see what this Rebirth is about and, before I get and excited. You're going to cleanse your palate. This is where 
I'm hoping it's a better – like the cyborg. To me, this cyborg book is what I wanted the Blue Beetle book to be. It right. lets know what's going forward and enjoy it, the Blue Beetle book. But Batman Beyond is another one where I consider it uh, like your book. This is something you're interested in, and I want it to be good so me and you could have fun talking about it. It's, uh, honestly, I even put it in my review this week, though. This whole Batman Beyond series, fucking 16 issues, yeah. it was just like new Coke. We got this new Tim Drake Batman yeah. Beyond. No, like, and it didn't everybody work. got excited, it's, and then they saw it, and like – Oh, now we're going to go back to the original Terry and McGinnis and be I'll excited even, yeah. as hell. And I'll even tell you, when it first started, um, it was uh, Dan Jurgens. Dan Jurgens said, oh, listen, everybody, it's Tim Drake, but don't be so concerned because there's always the possibility. And I remember you saying that was nonsense. Yeah. You're like, that is fucking bullshit. I think that what happened is this was no, really – it was going to end up being Terry possibly a little earlier but then they decided the rebirth and then he had to extend the story a bit because we really did get live wire as terry a long time sure it did. seemed to just last and i think this was one of those where it was extended a bunch of if rebirth wasn't about we would have already been involved with terry for issues up until now but they that's the big rebirth you know you're going to save that for rebirth and i think that's what happened unfortunately because yeah uh, i actually i like the batman beyond book enough the minute i'm done talking to you about it it's right out of my mind every mind as well show it's like oh yeah yeah batman beyond oh, that's the thing is i'm like oh man what happened then i start reading I'm like oh yeah it doesn't matter yeah. Oh, yeah what happened oh the same thing that's happening now yeah. that's what ends up happening we also have the end of bloodlines we'll be talking to reggie about awesome. that we've enjoyed that series we have cyborg rebirth number one which you already heard tonight and yes uh if you are just listening to the spotlight it will be that talk we don't re-talk cyborg it'll be that in there plenty of other stuff though eric right Green Arrow number six. That's the start of an Emiko uh, arc. Sins of the Mother. Sins of the Mother. You also see a new Clock King. Very odd. Crazy. Harley Quinn number three. You're just going to get Harley. Yep. The Harley Justice book is the Harley book. Number four. And I'll tell you, that's a comic, Eric. That is a comic. You've been telling me all week. Yeah. That, that, if you want to see, you want to hear yelling almost to the point of what I was yelling about that girl at the Wawa. Tune in the Justice League. Actually, it's more me being so upset and just it, – it's almost like I'm punch drunk when I talk about that book. I, it, it's taken me over. Uh, Nightwing number four. That will end that arc heading into the Monster Men story. Yeah, Night of the Monster Men. Yep, we have Supergirl number one, which starts that series proper. Proper. And I liked it, Eric. You have Superman number six, which is kind of the coming out party of John as Superboy. And that is it. I was gonna. Say, I almost said the Flintstones, but no. If How you dare you? Talk, if you want to know about the Flintstones or digital books and justice, uh, Wonder Woman seventy seven, freaking bombshells, whatever. Go to our site at weirdsciencedccomics.com. You can read all of our reviews, and even if you go, you listen to this, and you've never gone to the site. Go to the site, and you can kind of get a little preview of what we're going to be talking about. But if you do go to the site and read the reviews, that's only half the picture, Eric. The full picture is when you come and see the director's cut when we scream and yell and nitpick. The That's, reviewer's commentary? That's what it is. Uh, we said this is the process. You get the books and you read them. Go to the site, read our reviews, then come to the podcast and you have the complete picture. You'll I don't know, Jim. Exactly. That's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It really is. And uh, the, the podcast itself is tons of work. Eight hours? Holy crap. I listen to most of it. And it's weird for me to listen to because you said before, hey, I'm not going to listen to it. I was there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the case anymore. Not, and I'm not saying you weren't there. There are shit that happens that during the week somebody like, oh my god, I agree with the Kumite as well. And I'm what? like, I do not remember what you're talking about because it, the <laughs> thing is so long 
that I forget half the shit we talked about. Oh, yes. By the there, time it's done, I'm like out of my mind. Yeah, there yeah. are parts where I – go back a couple weeks. The the episode with Deathstroke that ends that with that four books, I, I think I was sleeping during the whole thing. I was just talking. I was sleep talking. I was so tired. So, yeah, sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. But, yes, that is the spotlight. We're going to end that, and I uh, hope to see you all on Sunday night. Jim. Yes. Turn that spotlight off. Spotlight off.